What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gamerverse, episode 128, Saturday, November 26, 2022. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, joined as always with my dude, Rick. What's up? Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Rick here. Nothing happened. <laughs> uh, nothing's happened. It's been kind of a boring week, I'll be honest here. But, you know... We still got some shit to talk about, you know, some games we've been playing, some games you've been playing. Let's start where we always start, man. Tell the people what you've been playing. God of War Ragnarok. Yes. You know about this game? Oh, shit. Let me turn that down. I've heard about it. <laughs> um, I heard it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. All right, I tell me what you think. <laughs> I think this game is... Uh, fucking garbage man I'm gonna be yeah. honest <laughs> I don't I okay no wait let me let me the game is incredible it's incredible uh or like you know the game's not incredible the experience is incredible yeah the uh presentation is incredible okay uh, but the game that's there is fucking dog shit, man. Not dog yeah. shit, but like, fuck, man. Like, I just, I, I don't understand. I really don't understand. I don't think, I don't think this works on me anymore. This, this uh, thing. Like third person cinematic, like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because fucking, I love I, I absolutely love the cinematic shit. But mm-hmm. again, it's another example of a game that I was just I would just rather just watch this instead of playing it because the part where you play it is the worst part. Yeah, uh, dude, that's that's the thing I've been saying for these types of games forever. Like I fell out of it my my new game plus playthrough of the first last of us i remember like once like the charm of the story wore off i was like oh this game is like actually not that great <laughs> yeah and last of us 2 i felt the same way like i played through it i loved it my first playthrough then i went back to try to replay it i was like oh wait now that the story's over i don't want to play this <laughs> the story tricked me into liking the game <laughs> yeah and, and now it seems like you're not falling for it anymore it's like, uh, because I, I remember, I remember the first, the first God of War very fondly. And yeah. it, it might've been because it was just, it might've been because of cinematic shit. When I, when I think about it, I don't think of the actual gameplay parts. Like the moment to moment gameplay stuff. You remember like the big cinematic moments? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was the stuff that really stuck with me. And now I'm like remembering, like that's what this this fucking game is. It's just like yeah. that, and then you walk around for a little bit in these fucking like straight line, linear ass hallways. It does open up at some point, yeah. but dude, I've been playing for like two and a half, maybe three hours. It's just a straight fucking line while story happens. <laughs> like, yep. Uh. 
I was bored out of my fucking mind. And then I was like, <laughs> and then when you do get to combat, it's just like, uh, it was just, it was just not, I was getting like upset because like all the enemies were like, it just kept throwing enemies at me. And then they would just take so long to kill. I was like, I'm just not having fun with the combat either. So I was like, I'm just going to set it to easy. <laughs> yeah. like, I, like I do when I'm not having fun with a game. I just set it to easy <laughs> so I can just get the story because the story is a good part. Uh, so I set it to easy. And I was like, yeah, let me just fucking get through this now. Uh, and I've never done that. I've never done that on a game so fresh. Like, it's always been something that's been out for a while where I'm like, this game's been out for a while. Let me just get the story so I can get through it and then move on to something else. But this is fucking fresh. And I'm like, I'm just going to set it to easy and get through it. And I yep. was like, I felt I felt like bad. I felt like, oh, this game's doing something wrong, man. Uh, but I like... It's not your fault. Like, you're just, you're not... <clears throat> You you you've evolved past that illusion now. Like, <laughs> yeah, you've evolved past the illusion that like shiny graphics, cool presentation means good game. Like you've evolved past that. But that's the thing. This, this so this game and like I also I played I also played like Horizon like earlier this year I played the Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, it's yeah. the same thing. But that game is like an open world thing, so it is more. It gives you more to do in terms of like the game aspect, but I was still like, this is not, I'm not having fun with this. I don't, I don't know like what, uh, these like Sony fucking big high fidelity presentation shits are just not doing it for me anymore. You need something that's like gameplay focus is what you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I prescribe uh, the Devil May Cry series. <laughs> yeah. Take two CCs of Devil May Cry, and then call call me on Monday, see how you feel. <laughs> that's, well, that's my prescription. That's the thing. So, like, but... I, keep going back to, I keep going back to Tunic. When I fucking played Tunic, dude, I didn't okay. have to, I didn't have to, like, I would just, so when I'm playing God of War, I keep looking at the time. I keep looking at, okay, what time is it? And then noticing that, oh, it's only been 20 minutes. It's only been 30 minutes. Because it feels like an eternity when I'm playing mm-hmm. this. I'm so fucking bored. When I'm playing Tunic, uh, I can't stop myself from playing. I got to keep telling myself, I got to turn this off. Because it's 3 a.m. now. And yeah. I've been playing this for way too long. Like, that's, that's how I know it's a good game. Because I just lose myself in it. Uh, whereas this, I'm like, okay, what time is it? It's only been 30 minutes, fuck, type shit. Like, it's, uh, yeah, not to say that it's bad, but it's just like, it just feels like it's dragging and I'm not fucking getting anything. Yeah, it's not for you anymore. Like, (laughs) yeah, but like, it's the, it's the story. It's because I, I absolutely love the story. I love the presentation. I love, uh, like, I, I'm, I'm playing it for the story, but the problem yeah. is there's a video game here that I don't want to play <laughs> in between the story, and that's, like, the problem. Uh, yeah, so, like, again, like, I would rather watch it. It would make a better fucking movie. Just make a movie out of this. 
and I would watch it. It would be great. Yeah. No, I hear you, man. Like that's, I think that's like, I've been falling out of love with that like too. And I've been noticing it myself. Like I'm getting bored with games that like people keep telling me are great. And I'll admit the first God of War, like the combat was pretty solid despite like my uh, gripes with the uh, camera. Yeah. And I did like the combat, but I just like stopped playing it when like I had better, more combat games that did combat better in my opinion. Yeah. And I keep telling myself, I'm going to get back to it, I'm going to get back to it, I'm going to get back to it, but I never do. And I get it. You're 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 not being tricked by the the AAA presentation anymore. Like that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Like all these AAA games are like, you know, what's that? What's that term? Like wide as an ocean, like deep as a puddle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It has this presentation of like depth and enrichment, but then we actually get to it. The com the the actual gameplay is like lacking that. <laughs> So, yeah, let me actually just like talk about the game though. It's <laughs> so, um, it like it, it, it takes place right, like literally right after, I think, um, maybe not right after, no, no, yeah, like right after, uh, the first game. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like, I guess a few years later because like Atreus is, uh, a little it's older. A big boy. But um, yeah, yeah, or bigger, I guess. But uh, in between that, he's like Atreus has been like going behind Kratos's back, like looking for answers about his past or his uh his uh history, and that's where like this game is going it's like okay this is like a trace's story now and um kratos is like the boy should not be looking for answers but i'm going to entertain him because i don't want him to hate me <laughs> type shit so um but it, it pisses off the gods because then like you like there's like the first like 30 minutes like you just run into everyone like fucking thor comes out odin comes out fucking you're like hey we know what you're doing boy stop it uh we'll make you a deal if you stop then we'll we'll stop fucking with you but if you continue then and then you know they don't take the deal and then they go searching for atreus's like history so that's basically what the game is like about is just searching for answers and like i don't know but like even then i'm like talking i'm just talking about the story because that's all it is it's just a fucking story uh you know and then in between there's some combat yeah <laughs> and like there's some like there's some puzzle solving too which um i, I people were like talking about how like the puzzles you get to a puzzle and then whoever is like with you would be like they'll like solve the puzzle for you before you even get a chance to look around or even explore shit and be like hey maybe you should uh maybe you try freezing this thing here and and see what that does or maybe you should look up or like shit like that they'll like 
they're they're quick to tell you what the solution is yeah, before the game you is like get afraid to... to like let you like try to solve it yeah yeah so uh I, I will say in the couple puzzles that i've done they've it's been okay it's been like fine uh because it has been stuff that i just wasn't seeing and then yeah they like they don't tell you everything outright they'll be like huh maybe you can uh freeze you get a new freeze power uh not a freeze power you get like a is it a hot power you get a hot power and you get a cold power so um i think you already had those in the first game though what you get like the blades of chaos they uh you can you can make shit hot and then your like axe makes shit cold um and then they they use those to kind of solve like do some like light puzzle solving type shit um yeah i don't know the game's uh well how is the story so far is it at least like worth putting up with the game at least or yes but the 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 story's phenomenal the story is yeah. absolutely fucking phenomenal dude uh but like the, the 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 combat's not so i said it to easy because like it throws these fucking guys at you and that was the thing. So the, all the enemies have like this hot, cold thing. They have this like ice thing or this hot uh, thing. So you have to constantly switch between your like blades and your axe because it's all like elemental shit. Yeah. And I don't know. I found it annoying. I found it like, I get, you know, I don't like juggling shit when it's like, okay, now you've already like, you already gave me too yeah. much like bullshit to like juggle around yeah. with and now. That's why you didn't like Doom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um they're like all, all the enemies are, like kind of real spongy. They're real spongy. I was playing on normal too. And the enemies are just real spongy. It just wasn't um I don't know. It was a lot right off the bat for me, I think. I don't know. Maybe other yeah. people feel like different, but um it was a lot for me, so I was like, I just turned it to easy. I was like, you guys are too spun because I just want to get through it, but it demands of you that you like, yeah, switch your ice, switch to your fire, switch to your ice again, and then uh oh, this guy's a range guy, so you gotta like do these perfect parries. You get a shield, and if you perfect parry, it'll reflect uh, ranged attacks back at whoever sent it. Um, yeah. It's just, it's a lot. So I was like, I just want to get through this. Uh, yeah. I don't know. The combat, the combat's okay, but. Serviceable. It's like, it doesn't hold this thing up. Until you get to like a boss fight, and then the boss fights are, are more um, entertaining, I guess, because you can like focus on getting your shit right you know getting your parries off and then getting your dodges off um yeah. some attacks are unblockable so like you, you have to like watch for you know the red glow comes out you're like okay i gotta dodge this or the yellow go glow comes out okay, i have to perfect parry this um but like the the normal enemies are not are not fun to fight so such a bother like <laughs> i don't know i i i haven't seen i haven't seen any other reviews of this game or uh i don't i don't really know how people feel how I, people actually feel about this game because 
it, it just fucking came out, you know, like a week before like the game it's awards a, and nominees say, shit like came game out. of the year contenders. So. Yeah, and it's already nominated for every game of the year, and you're and so you play it, and you're like, I don't, I don't. It, it's like they nominated this shit knowing already that people were gonna be like, yeah, it's game of the year, but no one actually played it, so. I don't know, man. Like, it presents itself very well. Cinematically, like, the presentation is very high with the game that's here. I just don't think... I don't think it's a very compelling video game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... I hear you, man. Like, that's why, like, I've been feeling this, like, AAA fatigue for a while now, and I'm starting to see it, like, in myself. And I I get exactly where you're coming from with this, because, like... (laughs) Like, what is there really to, like, keep you going, you know? Like, after the story, you know, when the allure of the story's over, like, what is there really to keep you playing? And it's a bummer. Like, it's probably going to win Game of the Year. It's like, you know, it just came out. It's a new hot thing. That's what everyone's been excited for. And I don't think there's enough time between now and the actual Game of the Year awards for people to, like, look at it critically. Yeah, and it's probably gonna win game of the year. Let's be honest here. <laughs> I'll be I, surprised if Nick wins. Well, but. I, I, um, that's why like Elden Ring is is in there, and that that's a game that came out at the beginning of the year. People are still talking about it. Uh, like it's it's had some time to like sit with people, and and people really marinated on it. And I think it's still, and that's a game that's just straight fucking gameplay. And that's true. It's and and I like I like it for that. Even though I'm not good at it, I can appreciate like the game that's there is a fucking video game. Yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't have to like hide in in uh, its presentation to to for people to talk about it. So, uh, it's a bummer. So like I I got this game last last week a week ago Saturday, uh, streamed it for like three hours and I haven't touched it since, dude. I haven't even looked at it. <laughs> I'm serious. I played it like for three hours then and I haven't touched it at all since. So, uh, yeah, like I need to I need to go back to it and and just like push through it. But it is it is it feels like a chore. So. Well, keep me updated on what you think of it. Maybe it'll turn itself around later. I doubt it, but... <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'll turn itself around. Anything else you've been playing you want to talk about? I played... I loaded up Pentiment last night. Oh, because, I heard about that. How was it? Uh, that's a game everyone's also talking about. That game came out, I guess, like, a couple of days ago. Or like yeah. a week ago. And... um. Uh, man, I, I, I want to say maybe this game's just, it's not for me, you know, (laughs) I can, I can, uh, I can appreciate what this game's doing, but, uh, I played it, I don't know, I maybe gave it like an hour. What's up, fellas? What's up? Red is back in the chat or real is back in the chat. What's up? What up? Uh, in the chat, just like you can be if you go to gamerverse.com slash discord. Uh, 
Um, yeah, I loaded this up. So what what is this game? It's a game that it's a dialogue. It's one of those like dialogue like um, entry games. Yeah, people compare it to uh, Disco Elysium a lot. Okay. But uh, one one of the things that Disco Elysium did, or like Night in the Woods, is another one. It's like a mix between those two games. I think Night yeah. in the Woods, if you never played, is like the same thing. Um, the 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 thing is, there's no uh, the it's it's like a period piece. It takes place in like the 16th century. Uh, Whereas, like, this, uh, like, 16th century, like, Europe, I think it's, like, a made-up city that's supposed to take place in, like, Germany, maybe, I think. Um, and it's, like, in the midst of, like, the the rise of, like, uh, Christianity. I'm not a, like, his, history, history buff by any means. Yeah. So... I I just I don't for me I don't understand all the um like the 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 paganism stuff and the the Christianity stuff and like where Europe was in this like place in in history uh it's very like focused on like the church and um just like shit that was happening in Europe around like the 15th 16th century yeah uh it's a lot they throw a lot of names at you one of the cool things is um i'm showing a little gameplay here right now whenever someone mentions like a name uh like a a historical figure or something from like a mythological figure like a goddess or a deity or a name for of someone that's in the game or whatever you can hit the select button and it'll zoom out and go, Hey, they mentioned this name. Here's what that is. Oh, that's cool. Um, or they'll show you a, like a little portrait of the character they're talking about. So that when you run into that person, you know who they're talking about. Cause they throw, they throw a lot of names at you. They throw a lot of historical figures at you like, uh, Cicero and, Copernicus and Aristotle yeah. and all these fucking and if you don't know shit about shit you're gonna have all these names thrown at you and you're like I don't know what the fuck at least for me I'm like I don't know what they're talking about man and like do you need to though to like really get the game like I'm gonna say yes <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean not really not maybe not but there comes a point where like they're just talking about shit, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Uh, at the same time, it's a very dialogue-heavy game. There's no voice acting, so you're really just reading a lot of shit, and you're asked to make choices on things that uh, impact your character. Like, um, your, your character, his name is like Andres. He's like a, a traveling artist who's like working on his masterpiece and within his travels, he um, has this backstory that 
lays out where he is now so people ask you oh you've you you went to university what did you study yeah. and then you have all these options that oh i studied uh medicine or i studied uh astrology and like maybe you don't have to know like all of this shit but i think it definitely helps if you know you know what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to like uh like they they bring out like Martin Luther and his like teachings against uh the ways of the like Christianity or the church, the church? at yeah. the time. So when this stuff comes up, I'm like, oh, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. But they're gonna <laughs> ask they ask you questions about that, and you're like, oh, sh- I don't I I don't fucking know. I don't know. Uh. So, um, and then within that, so if we get past all that, uh, I played maybe an hour last night and I fucking like, it's, it's a very slow burn of a game. I I kept trying to like push through, like, okay, there's, I'm going to get to like the point where like it turns cause it's going to be a turning point where like the, the, um, you know, uh, the uh, uh, an issue is raised. There's gonna be a problem, and then that's gonna be what the game is about. <laughs> because yeah. at this point, like, I have no idea what the the like the problem is. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the main uh, the, the conflict? Yeah, what's uh, the conflict here? Force. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't gotten to it in like an hour of playing, and I was like, I'm really, I'm really not. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to put more time into this, yeah. but because like yeah, because maybe you don't need to know like once the shit actually starts, maybe you you don't need to be like a history buff to actually you know once the game starts maybe you don't need to know anything. So that's what I was trying to get to, but it's a it's a slow burn, man. So yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's a slow burn, so that's what I'll say about it. Uh, other than that, like the art styles, like pretty charming. Um, it looks like it's all hand drawn, which is cool. And then the um, the music's like dope. It's all like period accurate stuff. Yeah, that's and... one thing that, that got me really excited for it is that like the music and the presentation was all like. Yeah. Early like Renaissance or like Middle Ages, which looked really cool. I like that art style. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know how well it's gonna hold up for like an entire game, but it looked cool. Yeah, I, I, if you're a history buff, if you're like, if you love this like time period, this game is for you. It seems like, but uh, for me, who knows like nothing about. The, the period yeah, for all of us who got like a C in history like <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it's just not yeah it just doesn't it's not doing it for me yet but i'm i'm trying to give it i'm trying to give it a chance to actually get for it to get its story started and then see yeah. what what happens from there so because yeah at least you're like giving it a chance like you can't say you didn't give it a chance like yeah well because i know like games like this you know they'll start they have to they have to have a little bit of setup before 
a thing happened. Like, uh, that's what I know. Like, a story has to have a thing happen, and that thing is the driving force for the rest of the, the, the story. So I don't think the thing has happened yet. Though they're getting there. It seems like they're getting there. Um, I got to, like, the, I got to the Abbey, and then, like, Father What's-His-Face was like, oh, I didn't expect you so soon. Uh, uh, and I'd stop there. Cause then it started to my, my character's backstory. I made him like a, a thief and a rap scallion. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, this will be entertaining at least. Cause I'll be able to steal shit and fight people <laughs> and that'll be entertaining. So, uh, so that hasn't manifested yet, but I have to like, I have to get money. So one of my options is like stealing money from the church <laughs> So Jesus, <laughs> I, I had just gotten to like that point and then I, I had to stop. But so I'm going to play more of this though. Cause it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Even though I don't, I don't understand anything. Um, but like every time one of those like encyclopedia things come up, I do like stop to look at it and like read what it is. Even if I don't totally understand it, I'm like, I get a little bit of Yeah, context. I mean, just because like, you don't understand the like inner politics of the church. I mean, yeah, I don't think that means he would be able to enjoy the game. I, yeah, I don't know, yeah. maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, but um, yeah, that's, uh, that's Pentiment. It's on Game Pass, so. That's why yeah, I, I just say it yeah, doesn't cost anything to try it. Yeah, I just load it up because people are talking very favorably about this. Nines and tens, like yeah, from like most outlets. So I'm like, okay, this could be the game that's like low key, like you can't judge it by its cover type shit. Yeah. So. But um, yeah. So that's Did you play, uh, uh, Pokemon Infinite. I, I didn't. I didn't play it last night. I I went into this instead of that. But I've got it. Yeah, you're supposed to just sit there and wait for like 20 minutes while it loads. Not that long, but not yeah, that long, yeah. but it feels like an eternity. Um, no, I had Those to load it up. Know, like last week, I talked about this Pokemon fan game that's got a, a system where you can like fuse Pokemon, and it's fucking awesome. And I was gushing about how great the system is. But what I forgot to mention is that when you boot it up. It takes a minute to load. Like if you see a black screen when you start it, that's normal because there's so many sprites in it from all the fusion possibilities that it legit like takes like a couple minutes for it to load. Um, yeah. You just see a black screen. I wish they just said loading or something on it, but yeah, yeah. Or but yeah, I, I, the same thing happened to me when I first booted it up, and I was like, I'm having trouble with this, and I was going through like the frequently asked questions page on their site, and it's like, oh, if you see a black screen, that's normal. It's yeah. just we have like a hundred thousand sprites, so it takes a minute for it to load. And I was like, "Oh fuck, okay, well that makes sense." <laughs> I don't yeah. think RPG Maker was built to like handle that much like sprite work. <laughs> but I wish it like cached some of that shit because after like, I can accept it doing it the first time, but it does it every time. Every time you boot up, yeah, it takes so, a minute. Yeah, uh, no, I loaded it up yesterday. My problem was the controls. Uh, the controls in oh no. Uh, the controls. controls are bullshit when you start it up. Like, you got to fuck around with the controls a lot. Yeah, no, it works now. Uh, it, it yeah, works I kind of mentioned, like, in my, like, when I talked about it last week, that the game's fun, but you got to deal with some RPG maker jank. Yeah. It's worth the jank. <laughs> it's definitely worth the jank. But uh, it's a good game. Like, give it a shot. I think it's fun. Um, Any other games you want to talk about? Um... Nope, that was all I played, so... 
I haven't really played much. Um, I'm playing Pokemon Scarlet right now. That's still pretty fun. Yeah. I haven't got to any of like the really stupid glitches people have been talking about. So, like, I haven't seen anything like that yet. So I know people have been seeing like some crazy shit, like limbs, like elongating, like your your <laughs> your the Pokemon you're riding, like disappearing or falling through the geometry. I haven't noticed anything like that yet. So I don't know like yeah. what's going on with those people because I haven't seen that. <laughs> oh, one of the, um, one of the, one of the things I didn't mention about Pentiment is that. It has a uh, it has a big head mode. It has a head size slider. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, which is like which is pretty fun. But, oh, that's yeah. some shit I missed, dude. I haven't seen that in a minute. Yeah, the, uh, that was the other things I wanted to ask about Pokemon. Is that yeah, it has like glitches and shit, but uh, is the game at least fun? You know, is it at least like a good? Pokemon game is the game. That's Glad there. you asked. Yeah. So, I like the open world stuff. Is it fully realized? I don't think so. Um, the game doesn't exactly make it clear like what you should and shouldn't do yet, other than having like levels. But the the game doesn't scale with you. I've beaten bosses I wasn't supposed to fight yet, and then when I go back to finish some other ones that I was supposed to fight earlier, the levels haven't scaled, so they're like way oh. weaker than I needed them to be. Wait, can you do any gym in any order? Yes, you can. Oh. But the levels don't scale. So if you go yeah. to like a gym that's like endgame first, the levels will be like endgame levels. But the game like lets you level up pretty quickly, so I don't really mind it. I shouldn't okay, let me let me let me let me rephrase that. Let me backtrack on that. It lets you it does the, the modern day Pokemon thing where your whole team levels up with you. Which initially I was like, oh, that's too easy. It makes it easy. Blah, 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 blah. But with how many Pokemon there are and the challenges the game throws at you, with like you need a specific like type of Pokemon to like, take on a gym or like a specific like um, Titan Pokemon or like, you know, the uh, what's the other thing you can do? Like take on the, the gang hideouts. You know, like it's you're gonna be thankful that it lets you level up your whole team at once because it does save down a lot of busy work. Like people complain it makes Pokemon too easy, but it doesn't make it easier. Like the gym challenges are still there. Yeah. It just makes grinding less tedious. And I can get behind that. And with uh this game, I feel like the stuff that's there is really good. Like the new uh, gimmick this game is, uh, I can't remember how to pronounce it. I think it's like terrasterizing. And what it basically does is that it makes your Pokemon like a gem, right? But the gimmick is that it also changes Pokemon's type to that specific gem type that you have selected. Now by default, it's always going to be a type your Pokemon already has. So if you have like a fire type Pokemon, it's Terra type is going to be a fire. But what's cool is that with Terra typing, later in the game, you can change the Terra type of the Pokemon to whatever type you want. And those of you who don't know, Pokemon has a, little, a cool little mechanic hidden under the hood called a, a stab or a same type attack bonus. Now, what that is, it's basically a hidden value that if your Pokemon uses a move as the same type of it, it gets a 50% damage boost. So a fire attack done by a fire type will do 50% more damage 
than that same attack by another Pokemon that's a different type. All right, you with me on that so far? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Okay, so, yeah, so when you Terra type, you still get your stab from whatever type you had before, but you get another 50% on top of that. So if you're a fire type Pokemon, you get 50% from your stab. And if you're, you Terra type and you Terraform into a fire type again, you get another 50% on top of that. So your, your fire attacks do double damage now. Are you with me on that? Not entirely, but. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so on. you get a one and a half times bonus when you're a fire type, if you use a fire type attack. If you use the the game's Terra Terrasterize system, wait, 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 wait. You... How how can you not be a fire type and use a fire attack? You can learn moves that aren't of your Pokemon's type. Your Pokemon can learn moves that aren't its type. But what, like what? Pokemon have a set moves they could learn. Some yeah. of them you can learn from like leveling up. Some of them you can learn from like TMs or HMs. Some of them you can learn from like breeding. But you can learn moves that aren't your type. It's not like impossible. Like Rhyhorn can learn Thunderbolt. <laughs> but isn't okay. It's just well, those attacks are more powerful if it's the same type using it. Okay. I always always figured that they would be like Oh yeah, well yeah, I guess one of like the big things like Pikachu using Surf, I guess, is like a Yeah, and like Hitmonchan, yeah. the punching Pokemon can learn like fire punch, so like it's not too out of the ordinary. Yeah. Okay. But it's not gonna get it's not gonna do the same damage as like a fire type using fire punch. So yeah, yeah. what's cool is that when you Terra type, you still get your stab from the types that you started with. So let's say you're like a dual type, like a fire dark type. But your Terra type is fire. When you Terra type, you're going to be strictly fire. You're, you're going to lose that dark type. Of, you're going to lose that dark typing. But you still get your stab for dark attacks. So all it really does is boost your fire attacks because you get that extra little 50% on top of it. And you lose your dark type disadvantages. So there's, there's some strategy there with the Terra typing. And I, I didn't really think about it until like I fought a boss, right? That was a. Uh, that was uh, electric type boss. Now, those of you who don't know, electric types are weak to ground attacks. So I, I got a whole, I got a couple ground Pokemon. I'm like, okay, these are gonna be like my Pokemon I take out for this gym. And I fought their Pokemon. It was pretty easy. But then I get to their last Pokemon. It's like a, it's a flying type Pokemon. Or no, no, sorry, it's a, it's a ghost type Pokemon. And I'm like, okay, it's gonna tear a type into electric. And then I'll be able to fuck them up once it Terra types. It Terra types, it's electric. So I'm like, cool, I'm gonna use a ground attack. It doesn't work. Because the Pokemon is a ghost type and it has an ability called levitate where ground attacks don't affect it. Ooh. So now the only type that's super effective against it doesn't work anymore. And I was like, oh, oh, that's really clever. There's some like, there's some cool shit you can do here now. And then once I saw that, that's when I started seeing like, okay, there's some potential now with this Terra typing system. Like you can you can have abilities your Pokemon didn't have and change its type to like minimize a weakness, increase a strength, or do what that guy did. It's now ground attacks, like one of the abilities that's super effective against that don't work anymore. So I was like, okay, I can see the potential now. I haven't really had a chance to fuck around with it 
because you can't change your Pokemon's Terra type until later, and I just beat the gym that lets me do that. It needs this resource I like I need to gather like a fuck ton of. But it's pretty cool, like the way it's it works. I can see the potential for it now. And as a Pokemon game, it's solid. Like it's still Pokemon. Like Pokemon's one of these games that's as deep as you want it to be. So all the stuff I talked about, you know, stabs, like those are the game doesn't really tell you a lot about that. It's just it's up to you to like kind of play around with it and figure it out. Um, so that's what I like about Pokemon. The game's as deep as you want it to be, and there's some depth to like how you can create your team, customize your stats and abilities, and it's all still there. Just because it's open world doesn't like take away from it. And the open world stuff is cool because it kind of lets me explore the game however I want. I play and I'm like, oh, that looks cool. What is that? And I go and figure it out and I discover like a terror raid or like some like cool little treasure chest I didn't see earlier. Like it's it's fun. I think going open world is the best thing Pokemon could have done. Um, is it perfect? No. Like I, I bitched a lot about this on the last podcast. Like the game is the performance is bad. I haven't experienced any major glitches like I've been seeing on Twitter, but the performance is definitely, definitely rough. And the game needs, I think it needs a uh, monolith software to go through it, to be honest, to kind of show Game Freak how to make an open world game run well on Switch. Yeah. But the actual gameplay stuff, the, 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 the Pokemon stuff is fun. Like it's there. And at first I thought this Terra typing stuff was a gimmick. Now that I saw what that gym did, it completely caught me off guard. I was like, okay, I could see like, and that's just what the game is doing. There's some potential there. And it's not like the game tells you, like, oh, you could use Terra typing on a ghost type with levitate so you don't get hit by ground attacks anymore. Uh, but it doesn't it didn't have to tell me that because, you know, I saw it happen. Like, because <laughs> the game doesn't want you to worry about that. At the end of the day, it's a kid's game. It doesn't want kids to worry about like stabs, IVs, EVs. It doesn't want kids to yeah. worry about that that's one of the but... things about nintendo games that i like is that they're at the surface they seem pretty simple but they always have systems in there that if you want to get deep in it you can really like get into some systems like it's the same thing like splatoon splatoon is like seems like very simple at first but there's systems in there that if you really get deep into it you can get pretty complex Oh, yeah, dude. And Pokemon's the same way. Like, there's a reason why, like, the competitive scene for Pokemon is, like, so hardcore because these systems facilitate it. You don't need it to beat the game at all. But you, there's, it's more fun if you do it. And I'm noticing that with this game. That's still there. Like, if you like that stuff in Pokemon, it's still there. It hasn't gone away. Just because it's open world doesn't take away from it. And the game actually throws some shit at you pretty early on. Like, the game has a... Oh, God, I don't know how to do this. I don't think a rabbit hole. But there's a, a value in the game called uh, EVs, effort values. When you fight a specific type of Pokemon, you get points to the... You get these EVs. After a certain threshold of EVs, it affects one of your stats. So, for example, you could fight, like, a Geodude. It gives you a defense EV. After, like, I think 10 EVs, it counts to one point of your defense. So if you're specifically EV training a Pokemon, 
you can make your Pokemon, you can basically cover your Pokemon weaknesses or increase its strengths, whatever you want. That's why EV type training is so important to your Pokemon's development. That's why Pokemon raised from level 1 to 100 with rare candies isn't going to be as strong as a Pokemon that was actually taken out to battle. Now, there's ways to supplement that that actually battle. You could find, like, medicine to give to your Pokemon that increases those stats and gives them those EVs. You can also find these feathers that do that, too. Um, the game gives you these feathers pretty early on. It gives you this medicine pretty early on. And it even gives you, like, special, like, items you can equip that lower your Pokemon's speed but increases the value that you want to level up. And most of that stuff is usually relegated to, like, end game of Pokemon, but I found that stuff early on just traveling the world. So the stuff that the end game stuff, the big competitive players want to get into, is already being supplemented from the beginning of the game, I've noticed. So there's, there's some depth there. And that's the thing people aren't talking about. Like, oh, is it a good Pokemon game? Everyone's talking about the performance, the graphics, which is fine. It's a valid thing to critique. But at the end of the day, is it a fun Pokemon game? And I, I say it is. Yeah. And that's something people aren't talking about as a longtime Pokemon player. Um, Real is now, back in the chat is asking yeah, if it's better than uh, Legends Arceus. I never played Legends Arceus, so yeah. I can't answer that. But... I played that. It's it's they're different games. They're yeah. very different games because yeah, Legends Arceus is like a spinoff, right? It's not like a Pokemon game. Like there's no like gym battles. There's no like yeah. There's none of that Pokemon stuff that like you're into. Yeah, which is fine. That's what you want to play, but they're different games, and that's kind of the vibe I'm getting here. Um, there's some stuff I was noticing in this that I saw in Legends Arceus that, like, I can sneak up behind Pokemon, and if I sneak up behind a Pokemon before I fight it, all Pokemon pop up in the overworld, so they're not like it's not random fights in Tall Grass anymore. You know, we've evolved past that. Um, but what's cool is that if I sneak up on a Pokemon and I throw uh, my Pokeball at it, it can trigger like a surprise attack, quote unquote. I say in like parentheses, and I get a free turn at the start of the fight with it. Which, you know, doesn't sound like a lot, but it could mean a lot to like catching a Pokemon more easily. Or if it's a Pokemon that's like a higher level than you, it means like a, a free shot on that turn so you can take it out in one hit if you have the right type advantage and get a ton of xp and there's also a system i could kind of let my pokemon just run around do whatever they want on their own and there's a uh, incentive to do that because they're still getting experience points that we actually had to participate in the fight so there's there's some cool shit there that like takes advantage of this open world aspect of it uh is it perfect no i don't think all the parts like jive really well together but it's doing what it's supposed to do for the most part and it's fun to play through again the the fucking the jank is there i'm not going to pretend it's not <laughs> there is quite a bit of jank there and a lot of the uh, reviews are right on that but it's still a fun game to play i'm still having fun with it i like this the start of this game more than i like the beginning of uh sword and shield you know, I made a lot of complaints about Sword and Shield when it first started. I thought Sword and Shield wasn't worth the price until 
if you can get the base game and the DLC for Sword and Shield for like less than 60 bucks, I think it's worth it then. But me playing this, I feel like it's a $60 game. Like it feels like it's worth a $60 asking price. Nice. Um, again, the performance is like hilarious sometimes with what it's having trouble doing. But I'm having fun with it as a Pokemon fan. The new Pokemon that are there are pretty cool. Again, the game's like terrasterizing gimmick is pretty solid. I like it. Um, is this cool as Mega Evolutions? I don't think so, but it definitely gives you more customization to your team. Which, if you're the kind of person who likes like freedom of expression in your games, like this probably has like the best way to do it with its terrasterizing system. You can literally change your Pokemon's type. Like, come on, like that's what more can you customize here? Um, and it's I'm having fun with it. If you like Pokemon. This it's a fun game, I think, if you're already a Pokemon fan. If you're like kind of burnt out of it or you fell out of it, I think it depends on when you fell out of Pokemon, if this is worth playing again. But I'm having fun with it. I play Pokemon like every year that they release a new game. I somehow manage to like play the game that they've released. And I'm having fun with this one so far. Um, it's not gonna change your opinion if you're already bored of it, but I think it's a fun game, honestly. Um, I haven't been playing too much outside of that lately. I've been playing uh, a lot of Gunfire. I'm still having fun with Gunfire, dude. Like, I'm fucking playing it right now. It's a great game. <laughs> um, I'm trying to beat Nightmare Mode right now, which is fucking hard. I think I need a team to do it, but the game's fucking... The game's online matchmaking is garbage, so if I do manage to find a game of people to play Nightmare Mode with... It doesn't last long. Like I, I've had games like drop in the middle of like a run that was going really well. So I think I just need to get like some dedicated friends to play this with if I want to like make any progress on it. But the game's a lot of fun. Like I, I talked about it to death. It's such a fun game. Um, if you like Borderlands, I think you'll like Gunfire because it's a lot like Borderlands. But instead of having to wait to like level up your character. You can do stupid shit like from the beginning <laughs> with the right uh with the right luck. And it's it's a blast, dude. There's nothing more I can say about it. It's a fun fucking game, and everyone should be playing Gunfire right now. It's on Game Pass. That's another game that has some like early access jank if you can put up with it. There's a fun game here. Yeah. But that's yeah. really all I've been playing. I've really been playing a lot lately. I wanna pick play Gungrave. I downloaded it the other day, but I never played it. Oh, it's on man. Game Pass, so I wanna try it. The, the the shit coming out about that game is yeah, they are slaughtering that game dude i heard everyone's complaining that it feels like a ps2 action game but i'm like yeah but those are fun yeah. though like so which is what i said it looks like i did say like oh it looks like it, it looks like it feels like that that final fantasy that dirge of cerberus yeah i was like it kind of looks like that a little but which doesn't always make it a bad thing like a lot of the complaints yeah. on uh what was it? There's another game I want to play. Um, Evil West or Hard West? What is it? Was it Evil West? Evil West. Yeah. Yeah. With the Danny Trejo like trailer. Yeah. A lot of the reviews are saying it feels like a PS2 action game. I'm like, and that's a bad thing. Like, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with the game just being fun? Like, yeah. Doesn't need to tell like a grand story. Doesn't have to have like the most like the most like direct world building it just needs to be a fun game like what's wrong with just having a game be fun and i'm probably gonna try Gungrave like later today depending on how i'm feeling but i'll keep you guys updated next time we do the show which 
I don't know if anyone's been paying attention, but I'm having a, my son is going to be born this Monday. So I'll probably be out of the podcast for a couple weeks. Yeah. But yeah, I'll still come in to say hi. I'll still, if you're streaming, I'll still come in and stream with, I'll watch you or talk with you. But yeah, this is going to be the last podcast I'm in for a little while. I'm not leaving completely. I still want to do the show, but I will be taking a break for a little bit to be here with my son. Um, Let's get into some gaming news. Nothing happened this week, so there's really no news. Just some cool shit we want to talk about, some discussion topics that we want to bring up. Um, yeah. First off, Wasabi put up a poll on YouTube asking people's game of the year, and we got nine votes. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty interesting. Now, I didn't, I didn't sway this at all. You're going to look at this and you're going to be like, oh, of course, fucking... You know, the game you like is the one that's getting all the votes. Well, I, 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 I'm surprised that I'm, I'm actually surprised because, uh, yeah, Tunic is uh, by far you, you guys were voting uh, correctly, which is surprising because. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we only got nine votes, but I think that's a good, that's a okay amount of. Uh... I just voted now, so now it's ten. But yeah, okay. what did you put? In it's there? a small sample size. Uh, yeah, but Tunic's still leading, like head and shoulders of everybody else. And I'm hoping, you know, Tunic is going to get some recognition at the Game of, Game of the Year awards this year. Um, I doubt it <laughs> because God of War is just kind of taking away everyone's spotlight. Yeah. Well, we'll see, man. Look, it doesn't we'll need see. any awards, all right? The, the, it's a it's a phenomenal game. Yeah. And you should just play it. That's all I gotta say. It's on Game Pass. It's on uh it's on Switch, it's on PS4, 5, whatever. It's on everything. So if you've not played Tunic, it's seriously the best game of the year. Yeah. So you guys are fucking up if you haven't played it. I've been meaning to play it forever. It's on my list, dude. Um, but yeah, yeah, I will say, like, for the for the sake of this uh, this poll, I'm just surprised that Tunic is 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 doing is doing that well because it seemed like no one's fucking supporting Tunic like that, but. I don't know. I guess our, I our... see Tunic get talked about a lot by like independent game reviewers. You know, I don't I don't see like IGN or any of them talking about Tunic, but I see a lot of like YouTubers that I follow talking about Tunic. Yeah. So I think that's where it's finding its footing, not with like the commercial like, you know, publications, but the actual like the players, you know, I think is where it's getting its attention. Yeah. Was well, that going to translate to Game of the Year awards? I don't know, but we'll see. I hope it does. You know, the game definitely deserves the attention. What I've been seeing, you play it, other people play it. It looks good. Like, it looks like a fun game. That's the kind of game that I would love. I just haven't had time to like sit down yeah. and actually play it. The thing is, with with that game, you look at it, and you think, oh, okay, it's 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 uh, it's like a Zelda, but it's like with some Dark Souls in it. That's what yeah, you see when you look at that, it. Yeah. But when you when you play it, you're like, oh shit, 
this is not this is something else yeah it's it's like yeah, it's what, something it's, special it's something really yeah, special yeah and that's what i really that's what did it for me because i only played it because it looked like a zelda and I, i'm the biggest zelda guy on the planet so i was like oh yeah. yeah great a new zelda this is fantastic but then you play it and you're like oh shit this is yeah this ain't this is more than this is more than you thought it was yeah it's it's phenomenal yeah, and I want to play it. It's on Game Pass, so I just got to sit down and fucking play it already. Yeah, and then, like I said, once you play it, you're going to be like, I've been sitting here for six hours. I got to <laughs> I gotta feed my kid. <laughs> like, you're going to, like, oh, neglect so. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's that good. I don't know, it's on my list. Like, I'm going on leave with the kid coming. I'm going on leave. My uh, work has, like, a four-week paternity leave. So... Yeah. I'm going to be off. Grant, I'll be taking care of a baby, so I'm not going to, like, it's not a vacation, but, you know, in between, you know, sleeping schedule and stuff, I'll, I'll have time to, like, play some games. Yeah. And I think I might give Tunic a try. Get it on Switch. It's a good Switch game. Is Yeah, it would be a great Switch game. And that I will pick it up and play it on Switch probably throughout this, like, leave. Um, Yeah, I really hope Tunic gets some good attention, because I I feel like it's a game I would like. Even though I never played it, it feels like a game I would like. And I just got to fucking buckle down and play it already. Um, now, you said you were doing some digging and you discovered a composing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tim Fallen. So this this is interesting. So, I, I don't know. The other day, I was just like, you know, let me just look, let me just play some like game music. So I went on YouTube and just was like, just found some people make playlists of just random game music. I was like, let me just throw one of these on and just chill out. And, um, that what, like, what the Silver Surfer for the NES came up. And,. I was like, oh, that's the one that, like, AVGN shit on. This game fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, but then you you hear the fucking music, dude, and you're like, what the fuck is this? This soundtrack yeah. slaps. Um, and it sounds, like, modern as fuck, too. It sounds like some, like, Danny Baranowski or, um, like, it sounds like modern. So you, you hear it, and you're like, this is incredible. Uh... Like, listen to that. It's good as fuck. Like, it's got a level of complexity when you li- when you hear it. You're like, this is coming out of an NES because I, I don't, I don't remember hearing like any. There's no, like no other game I can name, or like there's a few others, but like that's like super complex for an NES. Like, there's not a lot of NES games doing that kind of. Just say like you know, Capcom can squeeze some shit out of the NES. Yeah, yeah. Like Mega Man type shit, but yeah. even that, like, I don't know. I even that, I you don't. It doesn't feel like that gets. Uh, uh, like I'm talking about this guy has like synthy stuff. He's got like synths and bass lines, and then like a bunch of like percussion. Uh, like there's layers to this that I don't remember getting out of like a um, like a. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah, yeah. Or even like a Mega Man. Like Mega Man has dope music. Or like even like a Metroid. Like they have like dope music, but I don't remember them having layers like that. But maybe they did. But like, so you look up who like made this, and Tim Tim Fallen. Tim Fallen is the guy's name. Also, his brother Jeff Fallen. But I think Tim gets most of the credit. And then you realize this guy was like. 17, 18, 19 years old, uh, making a bunch of like NES music for like, but no one knows him because he only made music for like shitty games. Yeah. <laughs> so like, no one fucking knows him. Uh, and it's like, it's such a bummer. So I think he like made all this music for all these shitty games and he just like, uh, like just rage quit and just gave up. Um, but like it's all just it's all like dope shit it's all dope shit uh it's such a bummer imagine making some like fucking great tracks and it's yeah. for like games nobody liked <laughs> yeah it's a no fault of your own nobody liked these games or like, like the gate or the game is so fucking hard that no one could even hear your music because they didn't couldn't get far enough into the game uh, because he did he did Silver Surfer, which is notoriously one of the hardest games of NES. Uh, Solstice, which I hear is an extremely difficult game. He did uh, Ghouls and Ghosts, which is fucking. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> that like, dude is like he can't catch a fucking break. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, I linked the um, I linked the playlist in the uh, in the show notes, which we we test the show notes every. Every episode, we attach a show notes so you can go through and uh, get the links to everything we talk about. But yeah, just go through th- th- this playlist on YouTube and just like listen to his shit because it's it's like his stuff is like dope as fuck, man. Sounds super modern. It wouldn't be out of place out of like a like a super meat boy or something. Uh, Check it it's... out then for sure. I heard a couple tracks from it when you put the uh, when you put the uh, link in. Yeah, and I was interested, so I'll check it out for sure. Um, and this is the fact that he was like so young when he was like making this stuff. It's like I don't know how he got into the industry. It would be it would be incredible to like find out what this guy is doing now. And uh, you done any googling on him? Like, no, I didn't. I didn't look into him at all or, or try to see. But like, he was like super incredible back then. Uh like he could have only improved if he was still going at it you know so yeah that was yeah that was just a little hole that i got into so he did the music for the 2006 lemmings game on ps2 and ps3 and psp i didn't even know that was a that was a thing i didn't know either I'm looking at his uh his like game credits here and he's done uh, quite a few games, like nothing like super big that would have put him on the map, which is like a huge bummer. Yeah, like I, I would imagine like what what I would hope is that he would like get into doing you know, one of those like uh he would get into something modern, but you know, games are made to invoke the the past, like uh uh, like a shovel knight or something like like that's what this shit sounds like it sounds like it's out of shovel knight but this shit was like 30 years ago so yeah that's really cool like i gotta check him out now i'm gonna look up some of his shit later yeah 
um, something I want to talk about, and I, I've been wanting to talk about this guy for a little while because I just saw one of his videos the other day. He's a newer YouTuber. He uh, he's only got about two videos up on his channel right now. Okay, he's got a review on this uh, game called House, which is apparently inspired by like another horror movie called House, and he's got a review on Fate that he did about two months ago. Um, I haven't seen his Fate review. But his house review got randomly recommended to me on YouTube, and I checked it out. This is a good video. This is a really, really fucking good video. Mm. Like, the level of competency here, the audio mixing, the editing, and just getting me, like, interested in the game. This dude does a great job of it. And I actually commented on it, like, I said, you two recommended a video from a YouTuber I never heard of, covering a game I never heard of, inspired by a movie I've never watched or showed any interest in. And I'm glad the algorithm brought me to you because this video is awesome. And he commented, he's small that he comments on like every, on like every comment. So it'd be nice. But yeah, he does a great job on this video. The game, it's interesting. It's like a interesting, a point click adventure game almost, but it's on a time system. So you have to do certain things uh, before the time's up. And you can die, you can have your family die. And once you die, you gotta start over and do it again. Um, I don't wanna spoil too much of it because it's super unique. And it's a very unique, underrated game. I've never, I, I wanna check out now that he's talked about it. And apparently, it was inspired by a, a horror movie also called House that was made in Japan like forever ago. That's, all, that's also a really unique, fucking bonkers out of this world or, uh, horror movie. But this dude did a great video here that I really, really wanted to highlight. Um, check him out. Show him some love. He's only got about 5,000 subscribers. Um, actually, I think less than that. I think the view count. Yeah, he's got 200 subscribers. His video is only 5,000 views, which, like, better performing than most of our recent videos. So I'm not going to shit on him, but... <laughs> You know, he does good shit, and I, I wanted to highlight this guy, because I'm hoping, like, he gets a good YouTube career after this. Because I, I want to see more, like, voices on YouTube. I'm sick of, like, listening to the same, like, six people talk about games all the time. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he does good shit. This looks dope. I hope to watch this. Yeah, check it out, dude. It's a good video. Like, it's legit, like, a really, really good video. And I'm really, like... He got me to want to check out the game, so... Check him out. Like, he's got good shit. I haven't seen this video on Fate yet, but Fate is a game I played way back in the day. I will argue that Fate was, like, the game that got me into, like, Diablo-style ARPGs. Um, I tried to replay Fate recently, and it sucks, so... <laughs> it's not a great game. It's definitely Baby's first Diablo, and it's not great, so skip Fate. But I, I want to watch his video on Fate later. But yeah, he's he's good. His uh, the YouTuber I didn't even give his fucking name, dude. Is he's called I Am the Snuggler, and he's pretty. He's good. He's only got the two videos out right now, but his videos are pretty solid so far. So check him out. I'm hoping like we get a fresh new voice for for YouTube after this. Um, and some quickies. Uh, Callista Protocol. Locked a couple death animations and a difficulty mode behind an $80 season pass. Those of you who don't know, there is a season pass for Callista Protocol. 
that you know gives you some more content once that comes out but what's really frustrating is that it's it's locking a difficulty mode and death animations behind it so you need to buy that season pass to even see that stuff which super scummy i'm not gonna lie like i don't know how to how to justify that that just seems like if the difficulty mode's already done the animations are done why hide them money that's why i don't know why i have to ask that question but yeah but like also death animations like i don't understand it's like it's like one of those like you ever play one of those hentai games <laughs> oh yeah or it's like the, the uncensored mode is like hidden behind like a paywall yeah. well no it's like no no no. what i'm getting at is like okay so this is a video game where like you don't like you're not supposed to die so i don't know how i don't know how more death animations is a selling point unless it's like a hentai game where when you die you get the you know scene of your character getting uh taken advantage of because you died like that's when I when I think of oh yeah here's more death animations it's more like oh you died to this enemy or here's the animation of an enemy fucking you is that I see what you, I see what the point you're trying to make and like <laughs> to an extent like with hard games that's kind of what it is um, <laughs> yeah with horror games that's kind of what it is because like. I don't remember Resident Evil, but like, you know, when you die, like the game has like some very like gruesome, like detailed, like animations for your characters dying before you see the game over screen. Yeah. And Dead Space did it. You know, there's some really crazy ways to die. Like there's this creature that like takes over people. And if you die to it, it like rips your head off, sticks itself on your head and you walk around for like a minute before you like die before the game gives you the game over. So there's some pretty cool like okay. animations there. So like little things like that, like they're cool to see. Like when you die, it's like, oh, I fucking died. But that's cool. So <laughs> uh, that's a cool way to kill me. So I'll put up with it. Uh, so it's like an integral part of like, I think most like hard games is those death animations. Like a really gruesome way to get yourself killed. Okay. But to hide it behind a paywall, that's fucking scummy as shit, dude. Like that's... Yeah. There's no reason to be doing that. That's scummy. There's, That's there's all I can 13, say. There's 13 of them that are in the uh, in the season pass here. Now, I That's think you can... You might be able to just get... They, they say it's in the Contagion bundle. So maybe you can just get that bundle separately. But it's still, you'd have to like pay for it no matter how much the it is. The fact that I'm paying extra money for animations that are already done, like, piss me off. Like... Yeah. It would make sense if it's like season pass content, like, oh, here's some new enemies that can kill you in different ways. So there's specific animations to them. That makes sense. But like, even then, like if the enemies are already done, just put them in the fucking game. Like don't lock them behind a paywall. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't find a way to justify this. There's like no way I can see to justify it. This is just scummy. And then the difficulty mode is like the ultimate difficulty mode. And that's... um. That, from what I understand, that was a mode that was just default in the original like Dead Space games that they made. Uh, that they're now, I guess, pulling out and selling back to you. So, 
which is like super scummy. Like, man, what the fuck? Like, I love gaming, but I see shit like this and I'm like, ah, this is so annoying. I don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> man, <laughs> fuck that. That's so stupid. But yeah, it's it's there's no way to justify it. Just that's a shitty thing to be happening that shouldn't be happening. And I could see like people being upset for it because it shouldn't exist. Honestly, there's no reason to charge me money for like these extra animations. Yeah. Now, if they were fuck animations, I might consider. But if you're saying <laughs> it's not like that, then I don't know. There's no reason to charge me more money for it. But yeah, that's it's super scummy, like what they're doing. And I, I, I get it. You know, you got to make money. You know, you got to eat, whatever. But there's got to be like less scummy ways to do it, man. How about just make a good game that sells well? <laughs> but whatever. I mean, that's just too much to ask for. I don't know. This bummed me out. Like, and I was super interested in Callisto Protocol too. But now, like, I'm kind of deflated on it a little bit after oh, hearing. I didn't about even this. see this, but there's also death and enemy enemy death animations in a separate oh, bundle in a separate bundle that so, is so scummy <laughs> you would have to you have to get if they put them out separately you'd have to get both bundles to get all the animations i'm hoping somebody just gets all those animations together compiles them on youtube just to spite them <laughs> yeah yeah, but see that's the thing. And if you get if you get all of this and you get the the difficulty mode, it's permadeath. So you wouldn't even want to die. You wouldn't even want to Oh yeah, like even if you like Oh god, why even like bother selling it separate then? That's so scummy, dude. Fuck this. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. pisses me off, dude. <laughs> um so yeah, that game's coming out. Um, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if the game is good first. So, you know that that would be interesting. It's got Denuvo. So, oh yeah, that's another thing people are complaining about. Yeah. Which is yeah. like super scummy too. Like. Oh, uh, this game is like doing everything wrong, man. Like, <laughs> it's got the nouveau. It's got like unnecessary content locked behind DLC. Like, what is this game done right yet? <laughs> I'm a little upset now. Uh, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm bummed out. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, we got some releases. Soccer Story is releasing November 29th for PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. Uh, Gundam Evolution is dropping November 30th for a PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. That's that Overwatch clone, right? That we were kind of shitting on a little bit. Yeah, that's it's been out on PC. I, I wasn't shitting on it. It looks dope. Oh, it's getting mixed reviews on Steam, though. But, I mean, it does look dope. It's free to play. I, I, I have been wanting to check it out, but I haven't had a chance yet. I mean, we can check it out now that it's like it's out. He said it's free to play, really. Yeah, it's it's free to play, so you could just like load it up and 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 do it. It's not bad. I'm gonna check it out later. Then I'm feeling kind of sick, so I think I'll like sit it out for now. 
If I'm feeling better later, I'll hit you up. We can play something. All right. But yeah, so that that's out. So go check that out. Um, that's coming out November 30th, I should say. Front Mission first remakes coming out on Switch. Outbound Ghost PS4, PS5, sort of the Vagrant Switch PS4 and Xbox One. I never heard of this. What is this game? Hold on. So that game's been out for a while on PC. It was just called The Vagrant. Um, and it's like three dollars on PC. It like, looks like a like, vanillaware game. Yeah, it's made to look like a vanillaware. So, um, but like I have stiff animations. Yeah, I have this game. Played it a little bit. It's uh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> well, it's like three dollars, so I don't know. I only played it a little bit. But... Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to be mad at like a three dollar, four dollar game, like yeah. Um, and I was I was curious to see if this was the same game that's now coming out on console, and I think it is. At least the the description is the same on the PlayStation Store as it is on the steam page so i was like okay this must be the same game i don't know why they changed the title and shit but i i, I think it's the same game so yeah there's weird no, thing to just like change the title like that there's no other information on the page there's no trailer or anything there's no screenshots on the on the playstation store page so i'm like i what's why why yeah <laughs> Like, why is it, like, different? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. agree. But, yeah, from what I can tell, it's the it's the same game, so. But um, if they change the price, that would be one, I guess, one reason. I don't know if they try to get more out of people for this, but it's $3 yeah. on Steam, and that's not even, it's not even on sale. That's just its price, $4. How much is it on a console? Do you know? They don't. It, they don't have any information. <laughs> oh, There's no good. information. There's only a description on the on the PlayStation Store. I didn't check the other stores, but PSN. It's like they don't even have a release date on the PSN. It's just like coming soon. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong? Ooh, that's that's. Ooh, that that's 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 concerning. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this be like, even if it's like a twenty dollar game, it's gonna be like, it's like four dollars every on Steam though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which coming out on Switch, it's probably gonna be like a twenty dollar game, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's concerning. We'll see when it comes out, but I doubt it's gonna be like less than twenty bucks. I'm calling it now. <laughs> Ooh, that is that is rough, dude. <laughs> We'll, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be it'll still be cheap, but we'll see what happens. Um, uh, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide is releasing on PC. That's the yeah. like the other Warhammer Vermintide, right? Yeah, it's the 40k version of War- Vermintide. So uh, I'm not a Warhammer buff, but there's like two different types of Warhammer. There's like the dark fantasy medieval warhammer that's what vermintide set in and there's like the the 40k like space marine warhammer hammer that's what 40k is in yeah right yeah all right cool and yeah i want to i want to check this out it looks it looks dope it does look pretty dope like it looks pretty good actually it'll be on i never game played pass. vermintide though is vermintide any good vermintide was cool vermintide was cool this thing already has reviews on Steam. already it's mostly positive 
already like just early review copies or something i guess the beta the beta test is out even though it's coming out in less than a week so i guess that's what people are playing there are well 50,000 playing now (laughs) jesus just on the beta okay well beta quote unquote (laughs) good game bad performance game crashes a lot Okay. Which, if it's supposed to be a beta, like, I get yeah. it. But if it's coming out in, like, a couple of days, like, what what point does it stop becoming a beta and just become a demo? Like, let's be honest here. Whatever. Um, I know, it looks good. I might check it out later then. I, I don't know. Well, Ver- Vermintide was, like, free on Steam a little while, a while back, right? Yeah. Yeah, you I might. downloaded that. Maybe we could try that out. Yeah, yeah I've, I've played Vermintide. Um, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Yeah, I'll check it out then. I'll check it out for sure then. Uh, what else we got? We got December 1st, we got Inscription coming out on Switch. Outbound Ghost coming out on Switch. Romancing Saga, Minstrel Strong, Minstrel Song Remastered. coming out on PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, and mobile. Uh, Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, Chapter 2, Retribution. What is this? I do believe this is a VR game for like set in a Walking Dead universe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm not interested then. Um, it's the second one they've they've had one of these already. Um, from what I've heard, it's pretty good. Uh, it does the thing you want out of a VR game, which is kind of just gives you total freedom to just. It's good. Yeah. Fuck with shit. So. Yeah. Which is good. That's really good. I like hearing that. I don't have a VR though, so Yeah. I thought about getting a VR for a while, but I, then I look back and I'm like, the only game I'm really gonna play on it is gonna be like that Resident Evil 4 VR and like that's it. I'm not gonna play anything else. Minecraft um, is surprisingly good in VR. Like Minecraft is yeah? still the the best game I played in VR. Yeah, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's surprisingly good even like unofficially it's like not even official <laughs> but the whatever mods that uh made that happen were like incredible um hamtaro says this is one of the best vr games out there besides half-life alex you mean that really okay i'll check it out half-life alex is another one i would like love to play just because yeah. i'm like a, a slot for half-life I'm hoping that comes to PSVR at some point. You would think you would think that that would happen. That it's kind of a no-brainer, but well, Valve doesn't have to make games anymore, so there's no incentive to like do it. Yeah, they don't have to, but I mean, just to spread it to more people. You know? Yeah, I agree. I would love to see it come to be to PlayStation, but we'll see. I just want more Half-Life shit, dude. I love Half-Life. I just want more Half-Life shit. <laughs> I never got into Half-Life, even though I've tried playing it multiple times. Half-Life 2 is still, like, one of my favorite games, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I played Half-Life, like, a couple years after the Orange Box came out. Like, I played Half-Life 2. It was my first Half-Life game, and I fell in love with it. Yeah, I remember playing Half-Life, the original Half-Life. I played it, like, back in the days when, you know, when I first became a, like, a, a PC gamer. Yeah. And, um... It was dope. I just think at the time it was just it was it I didn't understand why it was so important 
at the time because I was like coming from like the golden eyes and the I don't, I don't even know if I like in the in the halos I like I played those first and then I went back to like Half Life so I think yeah. I didn't understand why it was so important. So I got into it on Xbox 360. <laughs> Again, on the, the Orange Box. About a couple of years the Orange Box came out. And I fell in love with it. I loved it. I was like, this game is fucking incredible. And what I loved about it is that it's told me the story without like interrupting the gameplay. Like from an early age, like I realized like how important that is. Like I could have the story like actually in the game. Yeah. yeah. And I fucking loved it. Like I yeah. want to see more Half-Life stuff. I am one of those people asking for Half-Life 3 that we're never going to get it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, very see, quickly became a Half-Life fan. Yeah, see, that. at the time when I played it, I didn't understand that that's what the game was doing. I didn't, like, I was, like, as a person who was not a story guy, I wasn't, like, standing around listening to people talk to me as I was running around. I was just running the fuck around and smacking shit with the fucking crowbar. I was like, yeah, this is this is great. <laughs> And not immediately. I recognized it immediately. Yeah. I love what the game was doing. I loved how it was trying to, like, get me, like, invested in it without, like, having to sit me down and tell me a story. And I loved that the fact that people actually looked at me when they were talking to me. Like, is, is it... It seems, like, archaic now, because, like, most games do that. But at the time, like, I've never had a game, like, blend the story and the gameplay so seamlessly, you know? Like, What's you the thing? Game, Most games don't do that, even today. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, they're very sep- they very separate the, like, cutscene segments from the gameplay segments. And that's why, you know, the thing about God of War is that it's, it's a movie. You're just watching a movie, and then occasionally within the movie, they'll be like, oh, mash the fucking square button. <laughs> yeah well like, with this there's like there's no cutscenes, at least not in the traditional sense like the game's going on the whole time yeah yeah and that's what i, lo- I loved about it like like that game taught me like how great games actually could be and we've never got a game like it since and it bums me out <laughs> but yeah what were we talking about right half like vr um <laughs> Oh man, I fucking love Half Life. I might replay Half Life now. Um, I got Black Mesa with the intention of going too. through it. Yeah, yeah, same here. My my brother in law got it for me for Christmas forever ago. And I mean, I sit down and play it. I think I'll just download it, fucking play it now. Yeah. Like that, I got the time. Um, December second, we got the Callisto Protocol releasing on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. Midnight Suns is also coming out that day for everything but last gen. So. Yeah, which is Sorry, interesting. Yeah. I'm yeah, curious to see thing. how it takes advantage of uh, its its next genness. I don't think it's really have to take advantage of. It's a strategy, like an XCOM. Yeah, exactly, but, but how do they justify <laughs> not releasing on previous gen? Probably a cost thing. Like I can't imagine like okay, okay, you know, developing it to run on older systems like. Was, was gonna be worth it the game looks dope as a as a person who's not into turn-based tactics uh it it does look like it's pretty good um yeah so. it looks good like i'm not a big like turn-based like tactics fan either but this game looks really good and is, as someone who does have, yeah 
it's the XCOM guys, which they make yeah. some good games. Like if you're not a strategy game guy, like XCOM, XCOM will will will, will be fun for you. And if you're not a strategy guy, like yeah, it's and difficult. I want to see this game come out. Yeah, it's difficult as fuck, but yeah. I want to see what this comes out to. I want to see like I want to see this come out because like as a Marvel fan, like a passing Marvel fan, and this looks like fun. Like it looks cool what they're doing with the characters, like the character designs, and Midnight Suns. They're kind of weird, you know, they're the weirder side of Marvel. So I want to see more of that. But yeah, we'll see, man. When it comes out, like I wonder what the general public is going to think about this. Because on one hand, it's Marvel, you know, which is like a very popular brand right now, but it's also like a strategy game, which is not a very popular type of game. Yeah. So. But also, I think it has like whatever story, like they invented a character just for this, and from what I understand, it's mel- it's melded within within the universe, uh, like the lore. I don't want to say like I'm assuming it like whatever they're doing here is like canonical. Type shit. They're making a character, I doubt it, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what they do with it. Like, it'll be cool to see. Like, I really want to check it out. So we'll see when it does drop, like, what the general public thinks of it. I kind of want to buy it. Is that weird? I kind of want to buy it. Like, it looks good, actually. No, like, it looks, really good, it looks good. It's a yeah, 60 hour game, really though. Good. Yeah. You can, so get maybe for, I'll check it out. you can get it for 50 on Green Man. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out. We'll see how I feel. And then we got Need for Speed Unbound, which also looks fucking excellent. Like <laughs> Yeah. I will say I'm not I'm not in love with the art style. I will say that. Uh yeah. well mostly like the character designs. I like it for like the world. But not so much the characters. What Need for Speed? Yeah, I don't like the yeah the character designs are kind of low poly, which is interesting because the rest of the game is so like stylized. Yeah, like the multiple gameplay is like it merges this like comic book aesthetic with like realistic lighting and textures like really really well. And the characters come up, and it looks like someone just slapped a filter over some like low poly models. Which yeah. is, I don't want to shit on it too hard because it actually looks pretty cool. Like I don't want to shit on it that hard because um, this actually looks pretty dope. Like I want to play it. It's a Criterion game, which they are the well, they were the burnout guys. Not so much. I don't think there's much people left from that team because those guys left. And they made three fields, which they're working on a a different game. So, but uh. What's left of Criterion is working on this. So. And, you know, those guys know how to make a racing game. I'll just say that. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'm curious about this. Out. Yeah. The soundtrack alone is, like, pretty good, too. Like, Soundtrack's dope. We mentioned it last week. But they, they, they put yeah. that soundtrack on Spotify, and it's dope. Oh, this is a $70 game. Oh, I am like less excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> I scroll down. This game is seventy dollars just for the base game. Yeah, I am like a lot less excited for that now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Well, that's good to well, know. Well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But that's uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, that's gonna do it for the show, everybody. Thank you everyone for coming in. Say hi to us. Like I said, I'm gonna be uh, taking a break from the podcast for a couple of weeks due to the birth of my son. I think everybody understands. Um, <laughs> yeah. Please understand. I will be back. Yeah, I will be back uh, later. I'm also come in, say hi. I'll still chat with everybody in the Discord. So you know, don't don't uh don't stop talking, man. Like I'll still come in and say hi to everybody once in a while. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. Tell people where they can find us. Uh, you can go to Gamerverse.com, Gamerverse.com slash Twitch, Gamerverse.com slash YouTube, Gamerverse.com slash Discord. Jump up in that Discord. Chat with us, guys. Um, some pretty interesting discussions in there about... Yeah. Yeah. It's not random stuff, but, you know, we try to keep it, we try to keep it fresh. So, yeah. jump in there, talk to us. Yeah, we're uh, cool. We don't bite. We don't say racial slurs. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, come say hi. I might, I might play something after this. I might get, a, I might stream something after this. I don't know. I might love God of War just so I can get through it. But just know I'm not enthused about it. <laughs> uh, Pokemon so. Infinite Fusion. Pokemon, yeah, my maybe Infinite Fusion. I've got that on my, on my. GPD though, I got that on the on the handheld. Yeah. yeah. How uh, is the GPD like? It's fantastic. Still, still fun? Still it's great. Fun? Yeah. yeah, it's it's a great uh, it's a great what do you call it? It's a great uh, Path of Exile. Path of Exile yeah. plays amazingly well on this thing. I've been playing a lot of Path of Exile on it. It's great. So. <laughs> uh, Ooh, I want to pick one up now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's great. They've got another one coming out that's like a PSP. It's more of a straight up handheld and it's like slides out. A little keyboard slides out and then you can slide it back in and it's just got controls on it. And it's got the same internals. So it's got the same power as the full thing, but it's more, it's like a Vita almost, which is really cool. So and that one's a little cheaper. That one's like 700 at the base. So. But, uh, I don't know check that out then. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's gonna do it, guys. Thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for yep. stopping Thank by. Thank you, everybody. For chatting. Yeah, everybody, be cool, be safe, be excellent to each other, and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys when we see you. Bye.